The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? engagement How long before gift? a wedding should I send out How many save games the dates? Are in the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Tyson Stockton. Hey, what's going on? My name is Tyson Stockton from previsible.io. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing how to rank an article without backlinks. Joining me today is Thurindu Gunawandra, who is the Senior SEO Director at Sentius Digital, which exists to help businesses and brands achieve growth online. Their strategy-first approach ensures better results. They're proud of achieving true ROI for their clients as a top marketing agency with offices in in Melbourne and Sydney, they provide complete in-house digital marketing services, including digital strategy development, content and media, digital marketing campaigns, website design development, and campaign management. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Thurindu, the Senior SEO Director at Sentius Digital. Thurindu, welcome back to the podcast. Happy to be here, Tyson, again. Excellent. So yesterday, you were giving our listeners some recommendations of utilization of ChatGPT for automating SEO tasks and workflows. I think I'll double down on one of the call-outs to it. Highly worth making the dive, taking the time, reading your article about how to connect to OpenAI's API for ChatGPT to bring into Google Sheets. 
you had a lot of great examples of ways that we can utilize this tool. And I think we're just starting to kind of scratch the surface. So it's something that's worth SEOs kind of investing that time into and really learning it. But today we're going to shift gears and we're going to change subjects. And we're going to be talking about how to rank an article without backlinks. Now, backlinks is something in SEO that we've been hitting back and forth. It's constantly debated on how much you need them, how much they matter and all these other things. So maybe before we get into like additional tactics, Thurindu, to get us started on this, why don't you kind of just level set with our listeners your perspective on the state of backlinks in SEO today? And what is the value or what is the significance of backlinks as a ranking factor in SEO today? I think still the backlinks are very important. However, I see that there are areas that we can actually rank without backlinks. But my point here is that as SEOs, we shouldn't be heavily rely on backlinks going forward. In a live question and answer session in the Brighton SEO last year, Google John Muller mentioned that they are going to reduce the weight on the backlinks going forward. And they will still use the links as other metrics for crawling and indexing. But the keyword is there is that they're going to reduce the weight for ranking purpose using backlinks. So my thought process was like, okay, if they are going to reduce the weight on the backlinks as a ranking signal, what are the alternative options for Google to do the same thing? Like backlinks actually work as a kind of a voting system for the website or the web pages. So what are the alternative options? So I think that's where the, I think uh, we need to think now as SEOs rather than heavily rely on backlinks. But certain industries, certain search queries, you might still need the backlinks. There's still some weight on the backlinks. It's a great call out. And as, I don't know, I guess you could say like a self-proclaimed like theoretical SEO nerd, I always really, it helps me in thinking of strategy within SEO is to start with more of like the theoretical standpoint. And so... To your points, if I think about backlinks, I think about where it came from, how Google initially utilized them to differentiate themselves from other search engines. But really, the use of backlinks was a proxy to get at content quality and overall value of a URL. And so if we think about as Google and other search engines continue to develop their understanding of language, the development of other ways to evaluate the user experience when someone gets onto the site, user signals, all these different elements, it doesn't mean that backlinks will completely disappear. But it means that, and to your point on like the Brighton and John Mueller's point during like that session, is they don't necessarily need to lean on it as heavily. And so as SEOs, if we're thinking of where do we move forward and how do we think about this? Yes, it's still a tool in the toolkit, but it doesn't need to be kind of the only tool or the primary tool within that toolkit. And so I think having that mindset in this is really beneficial. And it's not a question of are backlinks good or bad? It's like, yeah, obviously they have a value, but it's just understanding as this landscape shifts, the way that we use that or the significance of how we use it evolves. So that was a bit of a, a long-winded piece. And from that, Thurindu, let's 
like, how do you think then about this topic of ranking an article without backlinks? So if we're removing the reliance of backlinks, what are the factors or what are the ways that then you can still achieve the ranking without maybe that one factor? Yeah, sure. So first, like you said, that we have to come to that mindset first. Like we had to look at what are the alternative options Google have, right? So if we look, think like that, then we can obviously look at the recent algorithms from Google. Like they, they had BERT, then they had MOM, they have these NLP, natural language processing technique, machine learning techniques, all these things, right? And then, then there's this concept called entity SEO. Entity SEO is a not a new topic. There are a lot of people talking about it, but it's still that topic is not that much popular within SEOs. So entity SEO is basically that you analyze in the natural language processing methods and you, you are able to identify entities within content or within... I mean, entity is actually, there's another term we use, entity recognition. Google can actually recognize a word, place, person, or a thing based on the word or whatever the content available. So that, that concept needed for the, when we analyze how to rank website without backlink. Now, keeping that concept and also looking at the, we talk about the uh, chat GPT, AI, now people are talking about AI content as well, right? And also there was an article last year saying that 60% of the web content actually duplicate. So if you think like that, so Google already know whatever the content already available on the web, right? So let's say that 60% of the content is duplicate. So there's no need for Google to, let's say you are writing an article about, for example, best, best iron to uh, clothing irons to buy in Australia. Google already know what are the best irons or best products to be listed on your article based on the available information. The key concept here I want to share today, how to rank an article without a backlink, is the information gap versus keyword gap. The lot of people, SEOs, what we do at the moment, uh, we follow that the Brian Dean's, the skyscraper technique. What we do is, for example, if, this, if I use the same example for the best iron to buy in Australia, we try to look at the first page result and create a much bigger, much better content. But what we are doing actually, we are actually contributing to the existing duplicate content, right? Because we are creating the duplicate content, more duplicate content. But if we are going from that, again, what we do is like we actually look at the keyword gap and create, uh, try to match the keyword gap in our article. In that process, actually, we are duplicating. But if you think from other concept, information gap versus keyword gap, rather than going for the keyword gap, if you look for the information gap within those articles, what is missing that will be beneficial for the users to make that buy decision, that's where you have the advantage. Now, if I connect back to that entity SEO concept, within the entity SEO concept, we Google user, or we talk about a concept called Google Knowledge Panel. Basically, Google Knowledge Panel is Google save all these content in, in different knowledge panel about different subjects, right? But if when we do that information gap, what we do is we find something missing information on that topic and then we add that to our article. And that new information is a value addition for the existing content. Now, if you are continue to do this value addition for your articles, actually you are contributing to the Google's knowledge panel, 
like adding no new things that Google not aware of already. That actually improve your website overall content authority going forward. Now, this process, it won't happen over like a couple of days. You have to continue to publish article with that value addition continuously. And that will actually highly contribute to increase your content authority. And there are other couple of other aspects like how to structure article for uh, especially Google helpful content update. And you are talking about the experience signals. Then Google helpful content update actually is kind of an experience signal that I see how I see it. It's like that. Especially the trick I use is that I use when I publish an article, I add a quick summary at the very top of the article. So then... Yeah, so those kind of, if you follow that concept, information gap versus content gap, and address the algorithm updates like Google Helpful Content Update, that will actually help you to rank better than your competitors. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. You, you can't see because we're not on video right now, but I have a, a big smile on you bringing up this topic because I think it's, in my perspective, it's one of the most significant pieces in construction of like effective content and SEO strategies that work today. And this concept of entity and thinking of the information gap is greatly, greatly important. And I think it really, it ties back to the piece of, we know that Google has, it's not a new kind of change, but they've made kind of the, the switch or the transformation of being a semantic search engine. And so by using the natural language processing to understand the intent behind the user's query and the context in which it's asked, then that allows it to surface more relevant content. And it's not the traditional, let's go back 20 years, where it's just how many times was a specific keyword used, but it's how well are you addressing all of the known entities around a given topic that then is being rewarded within search. And so I think this understanding of semantic search, how entities in Google's knowledge graph is one of the most significant elements to really 
have a strong understanding and perspective on from like the theoretical sense, because then it has the opportunity to come forward in like different tactics. And so it's like, I really want to stress that previous points that you made of the importance of this from an SEO perspective. But then it's also, to me, it ties into our conversation yesterday a little bit when we're thinking about AI content. And so it's like, how far can AI content go? Well, AI content can address those known entities and those known pieces already, but you're not necessarily adding anything net new to the knowledge graph or to the community at large. And so you're point on adding something additional that wasn't known about it and creating that authority is a huge factor in my mind as far as long-term effective SEO strategies. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I mean, a lot of people talk about AI content, like you mentioned, but again, AI content is based on the historical data. It will not be ever able to uh, like add value, add value to content or add something new. So that's where the opportunity is. You can use AI to increase your acceleration of content writing, but always you need to add something value. Then only you will be ranked. So, and there are other couple of points I also want to highlight, like in the same topic. Like now, once you add the information gap, once you have, let's say, one of the other recommendations I mentioned was the add a quick summary to your article at the top. And also when you are structuring your content, like H1, H2, H3, that is very important also. For the content structuring, I use generally Google auto suggestions. Like for example, the same example I used before, the best iron to buy in Australia. So you can go and type in Google auto suggestions, see what are the actual search terms people are using and use that as the your content heading. I think one of the best example I recently done is that for, let's say, best garment steamers in Australia. So in that, when I did that research, I noticed that people are looking for best handheld garment steamers, best uh, upright garment steamers, best steamers with closet, closet steamers. Like uh, there are different variations. What happened at the moment when, I, when you compare with the existing content who is ranking for those keywords, they're actually listing, just listing the products in the mix of handheld or upright steamers. And that's not actually, that's not additional value. So I created uh, graphics. Now, when, when I say additional value, even creating a graphic, custom graphic can be additional value for use for user experience. So I created, added what are the types of garment steamers available, handheld, upright, steamer closet. Then I create the custom graphic to explain how they were. So that's kind of a value addition I did. And within one and a half months that my article is now already ranking within top three, beating a lot of the like uh, industry uh, well-established website. So that's the other thing you had to do. So if I summarize the concept, you had to find the information gap, not going after keyword gap. And, and another point I want to add, I haven't even optimized the like my content, generally we do like we optimize for the keyword density. Keyword density is, is not a thing anymore. So my summary, if I summarize again, so information gap rather than uh, going for keyword gap, look for Google auto sessions when you structure the article and properly structure your article H1, H2, H3, because that will be helpful for you to get the features very quickly. And also the passage indexing, the heading structure is very important. 
Then they add the quick summary at the very top of the article, uh, giving summary of the article. It can be quick links. It can be whatever the summary of the article. And uh, yeah, so those are the main top three ways I was able to actually rank an article without a backlink. This is such good input and recommendations. And I think for the listeners out there, it can be applied on the tactical level in some of the examples that you gave, but also there's just huge implications to bring the same thinking and mindset into overall SEO strategies. Because I really do believe that this is one of the most important areas within SEO and kind of more of like the direction to that we're heading within search and maybe unnecessary, but additional, just kind of over the top point of this. If you think conceptually about why Google wouldn't want to reward duplicate content, it's in the same vein of why they wouldn't want to reward just content that only addresses known entities to a given topic or subject matter. So it's with duplicate content. Obviously, it's not a good user experience if you just see the same content multiple times on the first page of rankings. It's also not a good user experience to find all the same articles that are just hitting on the exact same points. So this concept of, hey, what are we adding new, whether it's in the form of graphics, any of the elements that you mentioned, I think is one critical factor in just creating an experience that's going to succeed in organic search, not just today, but moving forward. With that, any last remarks, uh, Thurinder, you'd like to give to listeners on the subject? Yeah, I think um, eventually the backlinks, the value of the backlinks will go down. And, and there were a recent update from Google as well, the Google is spam link update. And from that, uh, we can see that the, you know, if you have a direct anchor text, uh, how Google uh, like use the anchor text also is going to change. So we were talking about more, giving more natural anchor text when you build the backlinks uh, in the last couple of years. I think that's going to help going forward. And again, one of the other things I also noticed uh, with this NLP uh, entity, entity concept. Now, even for the backlinking, now, if you if you can use for both internal link and external link, if you can link for entities itself, then that's also going to help you. So you still want to use backlinks and use for your user entity for your backlinks. That will help your like improvement your ranking as well. Uh, great point. And I mean, I would say too that it's like. What we're saying here in this conversation, again, is not that there is no there is no value or there is no point in kind of backlinks. But I think it's taking a step back and being like, okay, we're recognizing it doesn't hold the same weight or value it may have in years past. We understand the direction and what search engines are looking to achieve. But it's like... Maybe it's an icing on the cake type scenario where you're doing these other things and then you're adding a little fuel to the fire to change the pace and how fast Google's reading this value and kind of ranking you accordingly. And also like size of website. Like if I'm working with an enterprise website, I'm not even going to bring up the topic of backlinks. But if I'm working with a small website, a startup, yeah, there could be some value there. But I think overall... This concept of semantic SEO and entities is 
more in line of where our strategies should be for it. And then backlinks can be that supplemental factor or that supplemental tool that we're using to maybe change the pace in which that we're seeing some of those performance changes. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Voice of Search podcast. Thanks again to Thorindo, Senior SEO Director at Sentius Digital for joining us. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Thorindo, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can contact him on Twitter where his handle is at ThorinduSM. His company's website is SentiusDigital.com or check out his personal website, searchministry.co. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast and look forward to chatting again. Thank you, Nelson. Pleasure to be here. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. 